0: And hello to everybody out there. This is August the 31st, 2021, and you're watching Amateur Radio Roundtable. It's a show about ham radio, amateur radio, and uh, we welcome you tonight, and uh, we've got a lot of things to talk about tonight. You may have seen we our chat room is a little different tonight, and I think uh, people are going to like what we've done here. Hey, if you're out there listening on uh, International Shortwave, WBCQ. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email to Tom at W5KUB.com and let us know where you are and give us a signal report on how you're hearing uh, WBCQ out there on 7490 kilohertz. Um, And let's see. Okay. I was thinking maybe that was Stephen. Stephen is probably going to try to join us here in a minute. Okay. Uh, Hey, we need everybody out there, if you will, hit the uh, subscribe button. The subscribe button helps us out a whole lot on our YouTube channel and uh, helps uh, increase our uh, ratings. And uh, we'd really love to have you do that. Also, I'd like to know, is there anybody new tonight? Anybody new out there tonight uh, in the chat room that hadn't been here before? Maybe this is their first time to see the show. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, say hello in the uh, chat room there. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's go out there and let's let's talk with Katie and Dwayne for a second, and then uh, we'll so we'll try to wake Glenn up. I think he's asleep, but we'll let's get Katie and, and Dwayne. Hey, Katie and Dwayne, how you doing? Good evening, sports fans.
1: Hi, Tom. Hi, everybody. Happy last day of August.
2: <laughs> and it is indeed the last day of
1: August.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's. Uh, it is the last day. Boy, September's coming. Boy,
2: you know. Yeah, it was 87 here today, which was yeah. kind of hot. Uh, tomorrow will be 75. It's uh, We're into the dolphin weather, you know, porpoising up and down. And it'll do that for about another two, two and a half or three weeks, and then we'll get our first frost. And summer's gone.
1: <sighs> well. But still time for our antenna project.
0: But winter will be about nice. Winter will be nice, so. Yeah. Looking for. I'm looking forward to get a little cooler because I got some antenna work I want to do, and it's tough doing it out here at 105.
3: Yeah, and absolutely.
0: Just, man, just can't do it here. All right, we're going to talk about your new antenna that you guys built uh, here. We'll talk about that in just a few minutes. In fact, we'll talk about that. We'll make that the first segment of the show. Uh, let's go over to Glenn. Hey, Glenn, how you doing out there, Glenn, down in Mississippi? Come on in here.
4: Hey, I'm doing good. We had just a horrible hit from the hurricane. I mean, I think the winds made 15 miles an hour and maybe got one one one-hundredth of an inch of rain. We got nothing out of it.
0: Oh, really? We didn't get hardly anything either here.
4: uh, Yeah, I was showing this to Dwayne. This is a 70-centimeter amp, 60 watts with the gas preamp. Trade you. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of my Huntsville finds.
0: You found well, it at the decile? thing is,
2: Glenn, that that the rig I got will run a hundred watts without needing an amplifier, so um <laughs> I wanted We're, it for the preamp. Yeah. yeah. I, we need a preamp, but uh the, we'll talk about the antenna project here in a few minutes, but yeah.
0: Okay. Well we'll uh we we'll, uh talk to Glenn about his amplifier there. Glenn, I need I need about a two hundred watt amp here. How much is that? Sixty. Sixty. I wanna I really want to do some moon bounce or some you know, some moon EME stuff here, but I well,
4: I wanted it for the uh receive preamp more than anything else.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, Steve's must be on the wrong uh
0: is Steve, out, is Steve in the chat room? Yeah,
1: he's out there. He he says the media. There's be another another meeting in progress. So I'm thinking uh,
0: wrong code, wrong. Code. Mm, yeah, okay.
1: Steve, I'll, I can send him the link on the private chat.
0: Yeah. Okay, Steve. We're going to test our private chat out. So Katie's going to send you the link, Steve, in private chat. Right.
3: I just well, sent it.
0: Watch your chat screen for a private message and see if you can figure out how to get there and get back. Okay. <laughs> Let's see if we can get Steve on here.
4: We're gonna send Steve into the dark web. He may never come back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the dark side. Let it's Tuesday see. night. So have round table.
0: I'm gonna also I'm gonna also, you know, I'm gonna kinda send him another one here. Let's see. Okay. Heavy, him am I? Oh. He's not coming up in my my in my Gmail dead Okay. All right. Let's just see if he gets in here.
3: So.
0: Let's see if see if I he gets have. in here. Okay. I gotta get this thing back on the rails. Uh since I asked come Glenn ahead. to come in and ask what Glenn's doing, I think done gone off the rails again. All right.
4: That's my job, man. <laughs>
0: That's right. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk. Hey, let's talk real quick about the antenna, uh, uh, and then I then I want to get into and talk about the chat room here and some things we're doing. So, uh, Katie and Dwayne, tell us what you built, man. You built an antenna.
1: Well, we did. This was our club meeting on Saturday. The Devil's Tower Amateur Radio Club was our monthly meeting, so I'll let El President Day talk about what they did. But this was a after we had our business meeting um, then we was kind of all and I should have planned to get some pictures that ready ahead of time but
2: well we, when we finish yeah. the complete project well we'll throw some some whole pictures of the, everything in the project a few weeks ago one of our club members that come to me and said that he wanted to participate in the June VHF con- or the September VHF contest for ARL and I said, you know, I've never done that one before. Let's do it as a club, and he thought that'd be great. And so, you know, we looked at all our options. And out here in Wyoming, we have like one option, and that is six meter for VHF. Uh, there's not a whole lot of two meter activity, and not a whole lot of any other. But he's, you know, Terry W0BVBB, no BV. Victor Bravo. Victor Bravo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, um, he he approached me and he said that he thinks that we can do some two meter uh, EME stuff. And I said, well, that's great. I'll just bring the, the ICOM rig out there. It, it runs two meter. And uh, he said, well, he's got a thousand watt amp. So we got a thousand watts on two meter. We got a thousand watts on six meter. <laughs> but we don't have a thousand watts on 440. And so I contacted. A friend of mine in California.
1: I, well, everybody knows Chip.
2: He's everybody. K7JA Chip Margelli. And I said, Chip, we want to be able to do EME. We have 100 watts. We're in a low noise environment and we want to do it on 70 centimeter. And he said, Hmm, let me get after this. And about two days later, he sent me a plan. And the plan was for two 18 element 70 centimeter beams. They're loop fed arrays. And we built one of those this past Saturday. Now, they're 21 dB in pair. They'll be 21 dB again. 100 in gives us about 32,000 ERP. So uh, we, got the, we got the power off the moon or to the moon. We're just hoping that someone on the other end has enough oomph to get us a signal back because we don't have a preamp for that yet. I uh, probably will have next year, but we don't have it this year.
0: Well, that, that's. This
2: talk sad. about
1: how we put it, how did we built, how it was built, what you yeah. had people doing.
2: Yeah, so Saturday, I, I, I told everybody after the meeting, we're going to do an antenna building party. And I set three people about cutting. I, I gave them a cut sheet and I said, cut all the elements. Here it's cut sheets. Cut them the right length and, and be careful because, you know, a sixteenth of an inch means a lot, 70 centimeters. And so I got one of the best guys we had to to measure he pretty good at it he measured all these antenna elements off and they cut them all off um, in the process they broke the band on my bandsaw so <laughs> <laughs> they wound up having to say, to hack the last five yeah. or six of them with a hacksaw mm-hmm. which was not fun but it was fun to watch <laughs> um, and then we had one crew that was putting together the booms and the booms are square booms are 1-inch squares and they're assembled with a three foot section of inch and a quarter, so the one inch square supposedly slides into the inch and a quarter uh, didn't quite we had to take a belt sander and sand the end of the inch down so it'd slip in um, and we spent a lot of time with a with a wood chunk of wood and a hammer driving those together. but we got them all together and so we built up the two booms and we got the elements and we started drilling to put in our connectors and uh, we, we use these little stuff. I wish I'd have brought one with me they're stuff uh, stood uh, clamps and they're designed to clamp um you know they clamp a pipe with the uh, with nylon or these particular ones are made you, you buy them from MFJ or or um, not MFJ uh, DX engineering and they provide us with a With a way to mount these elements so they're all standing off the boom and so we got one built we'll have some pictures next week we're going to finish them up friday um but we're going to build a pair of these and these two in pair will give us 21 db a gain and so we're looking forward to to, uh 70 centimeter eme during the contest
1: rest says in the chat room
0: so now it's just a saw. So a look, saw. look, man. Hey. <laughs> what was well, how much power did you have at 100 watts with the, with the gain? How much ERP?
2: It's going to be about 32,000 ERP.
0: 32,000, okay. Here, here's what we can do. No, but I, I don't suggest this. Put 1,000 watts in and see what your ERP would be. Now.
2: It would be exactly that, that much higher. So it would be 320,000.
0: 300 well uh, i don't want to knock the i don't want to explode the moon okay
4: i don't want to explode our building <laughs> yeah there's going to be a small dust cloud where the rf beam hits the moon anyway and bounces off
0: i don't know i don't <laughs> know if no, you there's guys
4: there's actually
2: a book yeah. called seven Eves that talks about the moon being destroyed i
0: i don't know if you guys uh, uh followed the uh, big bang theory do any uh, did, oh, did yeah. you guys did you, did you see the episode where the, they were shooting a laser at the uh, moon and the, the dumb, Penny's dumb uh, boyfriend and said, how do you know you won't blow the moon yeah. up? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was funny. That was All right, so point. don't blow the moon up. Okay, well, sounds good, man.
2: We're not going to blow the moon up. If we were, the, the guy down in Texas with the big 20-meter or the, the big 2-meter like you know, five hundred thousand elements pointed at the moon would have already done it.
0: <laughs> and uh, let me tell you, I don't. Uh, you know, have you seen the? Uh, I, I'm sure you've seen a design where they take like two ropes and they, you know, they stretch them out for like you know five hundred feet, and they put like you know three hundred elements across there. Have you have you seen a beam like that?
2: Yes, actually, I had a friend that lived over in Wood, South Dakota's now Silent Key. He wanted to work us in uh, work our repeater. And so he took two REA poles, the transmission line poles, not service line poles, and stretched them up in the air, and uh, got a, a standard piece of Kevlar between the two, and he had 140 elements pointed at our repeater for two meter FM.
3: <laughs> oh, man.
2: And he worked with us quite regularly.
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to do my moon bat my my EME with some. Small antennas, and um, I think uh, I think with small antennas and relatively low power, I think you can make some contacts on digital. Uh, there's no well, the way Q-65 I could do. With
2: Q65 modes, you should be able to yeah. do that with pretty low power. Now.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's no way I could I could do a voice or sideband or anything like that. So at no, some point we're, gonna, we're gonna
2: try. Do it. We're gonna try and do it with Q65. So
3: yeah.
0: Okay. And then
1: we're using the contest weekend to, as you know, another Elmerine opportunity to get some of our newer hams on the air, and, um, and we've got one of our club members is the tech, and he was one of our most um, excited people after field day or during field day and afterwards, and then he was um, he stayed to the bitter end on Saturday building the, the antennas. I, however, might be the um <laughs> I did not, but he was there till the end and he'll be back for the contest. So, um, you know, we're telling everybody again, it's a great opportunity, regardless of your um, uh, license class, of course, when we've got control ops anyway, but, you know, people could potentially make some contacts in the VHF contest with a club and then, you know, try themselves too at another time. So, you know, during breaks, what have you. So this is gonna be the first time we've done a VHF contest. So it should be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to doing something different.
0: Right now, that's, I don't keep up with some of these contests. The, v- the VHF contest is when
2: September 11th and 12th.
0: Okay, we I got a group of friends here from Memphis. They always go over to Arkansas, where I went to college, and there's a there's a little mountain over here. It's called Mount Ebo, and it's about two thousand feet high. It's just a plateau. It's flat on top. <laughs> and they go over there. They go over you there. You call that a mountain? Well, you know, I mean, it's a mountain that's for like us. That's
1: like halfway down our mountain.
0: Yes, <laughs> halfway down. We live at 5,800 feet. Well, let's put Let's, let's just I put it this way. Let's just put it this, of this the way.
1: Country, an anthill
4: is a mountain.
0: That's right. Let's that put it this way.
4: That is a good
0: way. point. Yeah. Most directions from there, the ground is flat. Uh, no, no elevation yeah. at all. And that's 2,000 feet. So that would be... Uh, oh, that, yeah. that, they go up like there and the I don't know. I don't yeah, know why they, t- they take yeah, a tower. up the there. Yeah, they take a <laughs> tower up there and put a tower. I don't know why you put a tower up on top of a 2,000 foot deal. You know, I don't know. Just yeah. to
2: clear
4: the well, local vegetation. I,
0: I guess. Right. I, I guess. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey. I think right, Steve. Cool. Steve well, has, Steve's here. Steve Yay. has joined us. Let's uh, let's see if we get Steve in here. Hey, hey, uh, Steve. Uh, are you there? I am come on in here steve okay. say something there you go there he is man hey how you doing man very uh, good all right really you know happy. you know what uh steve uh, has been following our balloon watches and stuff and we've corresponded uh, a number of times and he's uh uh chatted with us about uh, uh trying to reduce power consumption and things like that And he sent me a little box to play with and I need to dig that back out and start playing with that again. We're going to try to get back into some balloons uh, this winter. But let's not talk about balloons for the moment. But Steve is here because he helped support our uh, Huntsville trip with a donation. And he won the Finn Deco-style microphone. Have you got it there, Steve? Hold that thing up and let's look at it. I do. Oh man you don't have it out yet. I mean well, I had it out. I just had to put it back in there. I take it out and let's look at it. it's been the box was signed by Bob and hey actually look how the thing's packed. Uh, look at this. Uh, got a, Oh look at that yeah. Uh, yeah, you got a nice little card on it there. Uh, it's got a uh, got a carrying case it comes with. Nice little carrying case and uh steve i understand you already you already had the cables but you didn't have a microphone to plug in
5: right right i um i got a foot pedal um for my daughter's piano and i was going to use that for um for keying up and then i was going to get another mic and it was a uh heel um i don't know how you say it uh, but it was one of those cables from my ft-891 so.
0: yeah now I don't know much about that mic. I, I, somebody told me it lights up. Do, do you know anything about it?
5: Um, yeah, I read in there that it will light up, uh, but it may not uh, with the YSU unless you run. I guess there's three wires uh, again.
0: Uh, yeah, one is called the uh, what's it called the power. Um, what's it called, uh, Glenn, uh, Dwayne? The, the power that goes to the microphone. Oh man.
4: Would that be bias? No, it's not yeah, it's called bias. Problem.
0: No, it's not called bias. Hang on, let me look here. Let me look on a mixer. It's
1: really pretty though, Steve. That's let actually, me look man, on a mixer. It's nice, like a microphone. Ah.
2: I was I was telling Tom a few weeks ago that in the movies, the Hunger Game movies, yeah, they use the high fan mic all through the movies.
5: You know, I, I think I kind of remember that kind of subconsciously, but um, yeah, you know, when I saw it, it, it does remind me a lot of that, so...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, sure. hey, guys. It's called phantom power. Phantom yeah, power. Yeah. Everybody's
3: saying phantom in the chat.
0: Yeah. In fact, uh, uh, I had to go over and look on my mixer. I, I have. I don't use phantom power here, so uh, I always have it turned off or disconnected. So you're probably not going really to get the colors there, but uh, I, I bet it works well for you. It's going to look good if you got a, a mic stand for it. Oh, uh,
2: that's
0: next. Oh boy, you're going to have to. You're going to have to win you a, a boom now to put it on.
2: Steve, when you get the boom mic, it comes with a little clamp. Uh Um, Throw that clamp away. They make one that you drill an inch and a half hole in your table. Okay. Put it down in it, and it holds it permanently. That little clamp, you know, Bob makes great stuff, but that clamp is not a great clamp.
1: Yeah, we just we just changed that out with our booms here, and.
2: so we got i got one screwed to the table here They i, here, left I left make left. one like this see this one screws right to the table okay
3: yeah okay, okay.
2: And, and it stays steady and then i have one over here if i can get the mic you. I don't this one
0: it's hard to see there this one's down in the table you okay see <laughs> hey man. hey <laughs> you, you got any
2: pants on there no he's in shorts
3: <laughs>
0: All right. I was
2: wearing shorts when I went to your house.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, hey, uh, uh, Steve, Steve, man, hey, I'm glad you won that, man. You got a big smile on your face. You look like you're gonna yeah. enjoy that microphone, and uh, I, I bet it sounds good. Uh, yeah. Y- y- get that thing plugged in and uh, on the radio, man.
5: All right. I really appreciate it. Um,
2: I'm. <laughs> I was really excited when I found out I'd won
1: that. Well, your pre- your support is really appreciated.
2: Thank you for your support. And you can get those those attachments just about anywhere. I got mine from RNL Electronics. But yeah, just about anybody that sells high, high gear will have them. Okay, I'll, I'll check it out.
5: All,
0: All right, right, well. Michael, you're, uh, um, not Michael, uh, Stephen. Stephen, you're welcome to stick around here with us if you want to, or, or sure. you know, continue to show here, watch the teleplace place, or you can even leave if you want to, okay? Okay, I'll, I'll stick around. Uh, all, 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 all right, all hey. right, all right, hey guys, I want to talk a minute, let's see, first of all, let's see, Glenn, Glenn, you got anything going here, you want to, any announcements or anything you want to talk yeah, about? I
4: could, Demon Child even came up. <laughs> You're not going to see the bottom of this, you're just going to see the top.
0: Well, I can't read it anyway.
4: You can't, but you can see the ARRL logo. Yeah. And the line says, Dear Author, please complete and return this release form at your earliest convenience. Upon receipt, we will be able to proceed with the preparation of uh, your material for publication.
0: So, so tell us who's going to be in it.
1: Not me.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well,
1: that, that's because they want to sell calendars. Nobody wants to look at you, but they sure want to look at no, the no, fucking no, kitty. So,
0: well, I I see a problem here. Uh, I'm not sure you can legally sign for them. You, know? you put
1: a paw print on there.
4: Yeah, I, yeah I, they got a paw stamp. How do you think they do
0: the wraps? I would put, I'd put the paw stamp on there, really, and send it in. See if, they, see if the ARL accepts it. But yeah. uh,
4: ARRL's project for the calendar this coming year is going to be Cats in the Shack.
0: Cat in the Shack, okay. Well, congratulations there. on
4: Are in the running.
0: Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Hey, a couple things here real quick. Let me see. I almost forgot. We need to give a prize away on the show tonight. Now we have two tickets for the Orlando Hamcation, the Hamfests. We got we got two tickets that we're going to give away tonight. Now I, we could use Hambot to do it, but would probably give them away to somebody like out in Wyoming or somewhere that it's going to be too far for them to go, or you know. Or maybe, you know, who knows. So what I want to do is, if you're interested in two tickets and you're going to go to Hamcation, send us an email right now to prizes at w5kub.com. That's prizes at w 5 com. And at the end of the show tonight, maybe, maybe around 9 o'clock or 9.15, or a little early, we will... We will pick a name and we'll give those tickets to somebody that wants to go. Uh, So I didn't want to issue them to somebody that wouldn't use them. So um, please uh, send us an email to prizes at W5KUB.com and say, uh, just say subject tickets. Uh, That's fine. Just tickets and we're going to pick a name from the people that send uh, emails into us. Heck, we may only get one person's interested, but uh, if so, you win. Yeah, and
4: I'm already going, so I'm not going to send that email.
0: I don't think we're going to make it this year. Um, we do. We are going to the. Uh, it's a new big ham fest. It's in Sevierville, Sevierville, Tennessee. It's called um, East Tennessee Ham Fest. Uh, I think three clubs have come together to put it on. It's going to be at there at the. Um, Sevierville Center, whatever. What anybody know what it's called? I need to pull that, that up. Like, but, it's uh, like a fairground. Uh, yes, at the fairgrounds, I think. So we'll be there in about three weeks, uh, and, and uh, we're going to be the keynote speaker there. And I don't know why they picked us, but we're going to talk uh, a little about ham radio, and we're going to talk a little about our show, and what, you know how we. Use our chauffeur ham radio, and then we'll throw a little balloon in there toward the end. And we're going to launch a balloon uh, outside. If the weather's good, we'll launch a balloon uh, there at the fairground. So uh, that's September 25th in Sevierville. And if you're uh, in the area, please go to it if it's close to you. Uh, they're expecting a pretty big turnout there. Hey Tom. Yes.
1: I, we had a message from Bill WZ1L. A reminder also that the AWRL New England Convention is coming up September 10th through 12th up in Marlborough, Massachusetts. So anybody up in New England that's interested in a Ham Fest, check out the AWRL's website for the New England Division Convention, 10th through 12th. Okay. It used to be. Cons- cool. i really always called it Boxborough. I don't know if it still is, but
3: uh.
0: yeah. Moved it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's in Marlboro, but that's. Like,
0: well, that's a little far for me to go. About it, but. but,
1: uh, yeah, it's, a it, it's always too, a good, but. it's
0: always a good, uh, ham fest, I think, up here. I think it was called Box. Yeah.
2: So, so, weather permitting, do you have an indoor alternative launch site? Uh,
0: no, we, we really don't. <laughs> if the weather's bad, we won't launch. Just like, like this last weekend, Bill was going to launch at Huntsville and, uh, that was scrubbed because it was raining out there the whole if time. the weather's
4: so bad, they're just going to launch indoors.
0: We could launch yeah. indoors. That,
4: that was what
1: he was saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we
0: thought about launching indoors at the hospital, right. but it probably wouldn't have worked very well. All right. Hey. <laughs> um, He's cut off.
1: No yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. All right. Everybody stand by. We'll be back in just a moment. And I want to talk about some of the changes we're making on the show here. I think you'll, you'll like them. So we'll be back in a minute. June kicked off hurricane season, and another rough wildfire season may be on the horizon. When natural disasters strike, cellular towers and power grids can quickly become overloaded and down. Emergency comms need to be instant, reliable, and allow interoperation with other organizations and agencies. Amateur radio provides reliable emergency communications with the added security of system redundancy. HF and analog radios, our IC Sat 100 portable satellite radio and the IP501HM LTE radios are an ideal solution for the additional coverage. ICOM's ICSat100 is the perfect handheld satellite radio for use outside of cellular or network range by operating on Iridian's constellation of satellites quickly and easily connect with other PTT devices, even from remote areas. The IP501H and the IP501M radios provide instant wide-area coverage over LTE. By using the LTE network, you bypass the need for a pre-existing infrastructure, allowing nationwide coverage without the added cost of building and maintaining your own. Connect to all of these devices and more, even systems operating on different protocols, with the VE pg 4 roip gateway, from land mobile and LTE radios, to IP communications terminals and IP phone systems, they work together to form one seamless and uninterrupted network, ensuring your comms are received. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios.
6: LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. From QRP to QRO, fixed stations, portable and remote, An LDG tuner will match your radio to your antenna using our lightning-fast proprietary tuning algorithms. LDG is a family-owned and operated company dedicated to bringing innovative, quality products to the amateur market. All LDG
7: products carry a full
6: two-year warranty that is fully transferable. Support is only a phone call or email away. We're always here to help you. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com.
0: All right, hey guys, we are back. Uh, before I get into the chat room, there, I want to talk a minute. I want to show a run a little video we did back in Huntsville, and uh, this is with Shaq in a Box. And uh, we've got uh, Hope here, and uh, we're gonna talk with her a minute about um, about Shaq in a Box. And she is very knowledgeable, man. I mean, she um. Uh, I think she's been doing part of the design and part of the build, and uh, she's a real marketing marketing person, just listen to her talk. And uh, hopefully the audio is going to be okay. We're going to try it and see how it goes. So uh, here we go. This is just a short little interview there with with Hope. If I can uh, find the right uh, button to press. Here we go.
7: November Delta, too. <laughs> it's perfectly really fine.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay. It's been
7: oh, a long please. weekend so far.
0: Now Hope, uh, Hope has shacking. She's one of our shack in the box people here. And I was asking her what her title was. I thought she'd at least be vice president, but she claims she has no real title yet. But you do. Yeah. Uh, you do work in the building and construction. Yeah, right? um,
7: I guess I would be one of the designers and builders. Um, we all work on this as a family. Um, we all work on designs and. We all, we all make
0: it work, so I'm not sure I have an official title yeah, yeah, yeah. to do with this, but... Um, okay, just hang in here, maybe in another year you'll be promoted to, you know, one of the top management team. A promotion would be nice.
7: Yeah, yeah.
0: Hey, tell us a little about the products. Real quick. What's the first yeah. thing you got here? Well,
7: so this first one, we're actually giving away with the Hamfest, so um, if any of you guys watching um, are here in town, come back. Come back to the hamfest because um, at two o'clock I believe it is. Uh, we're giving this away. It's a battery solar generator. It's got a 50 amp hour lithium ion phosphate battery on the inside, so you can get a lot of running time on that, um, operating for field day or whatever you might need it for. Um, and. If you, we also build radio go boxes to get you on the air. Um, that's one of our designs that have been used for emergency communications. Um, that could be used in a shelter or an EOC as a local command center to keep in contact with the different areas in the area. Or you could just use it to um, get on the air and talk to your local repeater. Um, but if you wanted to talk HF, we also, we always like to include everything that um, people might want. So if you are into contesting or anything like that, then we have it with an ICOM ic 7300 or we could also do Yaesu radios in there, um, just so that you can get on HF instead of just this. Or if you wanted to operate both, we also have solutions for that too. Um, that one has um, an the US 991, which is VHF, all together, but if you're out operating at Field Day, you want to be able to talk to the people on your local repeater at the same time as you're calling CQ if you need to, so that you can give people directions to the Field Day site or whatever. Um, so that's that's kind of what we have here
0: now the radios come with the boxes or do you sell the boxes without the radios? No,
7: we sell everything. It's an integrated system built together so everything is installed and ready to go to get you out in the field operating. Can a
0: person specify if they want a radio or an ICOM radio?
7: Yeah, we could we could put um, your radios into a go box. We can build custom designs if you want specific things that we don't already have. Um, so we could definitely do that too.
0: So a person doesn't have to send you the radio. You already know what the size of the radio is and all that, right? If I told you I have an ICOM uh, 7300, you know. We
7: use a lot of 7300, so we would definitely know. There have been some people, though. One time we showed um, a custom bill box with. Airband radios and commercial radios in it um, for a company that does search and rescue. So we had to have them send it to us so that we could learn their radios and be able to work with that. Some custom go boxes do require quite a bit more work in the end to it, but we always like to make sure that everything is in there properly for what you would need.
0: Now, what's the difference between the black box and the yellow box, are they not the same?
7: They are pretty much the same, that is our version 1. It has a 50 amp hour on the inside, Um, but these ones are newer designs which we are now making and selling. The one we're giving away over there is actually the last one that we have. Um, So we are now making it with 30 amp hours or with a 60 amp hour which is that bigger yellow one over there. You can just plug in your your solar panel, and it goes through the charge controller on top. You Charges your battery, and you're ready to hook it up to your radio or whatever you might need for your operation.
0: Yeah. Now, do you guys do this uh, artwork at, at home um, when you build these in your, your
7: factory? We actually have a friend who's local to us who we found out that he could um, well, laser, laser. engrave. Yeah, he laser engraves um, all our panels, our back panels where we have the uh, the ground. <laughs> the antenna connections and stuff like that, so he labels it makes it all nice and neat for us. Well
0: that's good, it looks really good. I I really like it. Thank you. So, um, you're giving away a big prize here.
7: Yeah, so if you guys are here, come back to the Ham Fest. At 2 o'clock I believe it is today, we're giving it away. It's the most expensive prize being given away by the Ham Fest, so... Um, come here. You might win the radios for the grand prizes, or you might win something to get your radios charged out in the field.
0: Well, you listen to a fox. I'm going to try to win that. I really yeah. am. I'm going to try to win. Well, hey, hope. Thank you very much for showing us uh, your products here. You guys have really come a long ways. Since you started doing these, You look great. Yeah. Well, thank you. thank you.
7: Thank you for having us and for coming to the Hamfest. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the last little bit of it.
0: Yeah, thanks. Bye. All right, well, you, uh, all
3: right.
0: You got to see our interview there with Hope, and uh, boy, she really knows her stuff. Um, um, and uh, those boxes look really, really good. I need to order me a couple of two or three of them there. All right, let's see what else is going on here. Okay, I've got a couple more of the short videos to show you tonight, but let's talk, uh, let's talk chat room for a minute. Uh, Not sure where to start. There's a whole lot here to uh, to digest. You know, we went to uh, our YouTube, we went more to a YouTube format uh, a few months ago uh, because we had people that would come watch the show on YouTube, but they couldn't find the chat room. So... It looked like it might have been a good possibility is to just market it as the YouTube channel, and uh, the chat room would come up automatically. But we found out there were a lot of limitations uh, to that. It. Uh, it was very limited, uh, and it we we worked hard to develop to recreate HamBot to even interface to it, but. Google is so tight on what they want to give out information and uh, restrict you that it was impossible to get handbot to do the kind of things we wanted to. And many of those uh, functions that we wanted to do, we wanted to do ourselves, and we couldn't do it. So the YouTube chat, we, we determined, was very limited. We had a lot of people, you know, you couldn't change your name. It, it took your you it took your Google account name, so you couldn't put your call letters in there or anything like that. It was real tough. Uh, uh, we couldn't tell if you were a ham or a non-ham, which it didn't make a whole lot of difference, except when we're giving out prizes, it makes a little difference. I'll tell you why a little later. But also, you had to have a Google account. Now, you would think that most people have a Google account, and most do, but... There were some people that were just holding out and they said, I'm not going to create a Google account. I guess they were afraid that uh, Google would be following them around and, you know, stealing their data. Also the YouTube chat was you, you may not know this, but uh, they limited the number of characters you could send in say a 30 second or a one minute uh, interval. They, um, they, they limited the number of characters you could send. They also limited the number of times you could send. I think you could only hit the enter key and send something like 11 times uh, in one minute. Anything over that, it wouldn't let you send it. Another thing about the YouTube chat room that I didn't like was it was only owned. We only had the chat room when the video was live. And... Um, I didn't like that. Also the participants list, if you noticed uh, we had a workaround with Hambot when we give away prizes, the participants list in the chat room, it shows who's in the chat room, would only show us the people that typed in the last three or four minutes. Usually you saw about eight or nine people in the list, and that was it where we might have had you know 240. And that's why we asked everyone to hit a key. An enter key or something like that to uh, to get your name on the participant list, so we could pick from it. So the participant list was uh, uh, restricted. Hambot couldn't function, and we didn't have private messages. You couldn't send even a private message between each other. So that's a lot of uh, issues. Now, so there was a couple reasons we went to we went to the U2. One is the branding to try to make it look better. I I like the way the video came up, and I like the way they had a the chat room on the side. It, it to me it looked pretty clean. Um, also, people may not realize this, but FreeNode, one of the largest uh, IRC network in the country, was going through some major issues. It was taken over by uh, a person. His name is Andrew Lee. And um, all the developers for Freenode quit and left. All the support people left. And uh, uh, the new or the old uh, Freenode went from about, I don't know, 100,000 users down to 800 users almost overnight. The new owner actually cleaned out and wiped out everybody's chat room, and made everybody start over. Now, if you go to if you go to his chat room, he he, he claims he's from the Joseon Empire, and uh, uh, it's a real you know I don't know if the guy is on some kind of drugs or 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 what man, but uh, the reading uh, was scary. Uh, And uh, a lot of people have left. Most everybody has left uh, the free node. So we've come up with, uh, we've we've built uh, in uh, a new chat with uh, uh, Libera, Libera Chat. Now, Libera Chat is only three months old. Uh, but they almost have 100,000 uh, uh, users on there now, just after three months. So it's a very new, uh, very new uh, network, three months old. They originally started out with servers in Europe. Uh, it's a Swedish company, and um, now they have servers in many parts of the world. So it looks like a very stable and a very good network. Hambot was designed to operate on an IRC network. Uh, meaning that we could put him on any IRC network and he would function the same. So, uh, HamBot is 100% functional. You know, and one of the things that HamBot allowed you to do uh, uh, when we gave away prizes, you know, in in the HamBot database we can put this prizes for international, or domestic only, this prizes for international, so forth. So, HamBot actually would look your call letters up when you got in the chat room. HamBot knew if you were uh, domestic, or if you were international, and when Hambot picked a, a name for the prize, he knew to pick a name for a domestic name or or whatever. So. Uh, That's just one of the many things that he did there. Another thing with the new chat room, you can use any name you like. And if you look at people that have logged in tonight, you can see they're putting their name in there and underscore and their call letters. So it's real simple. If you want to change your name, if you're not familiar with IRC, if you want to change your name, all you have to do is type a slash Nick, N-I-C space, and then any name you want, you know. Billy Joe Bill Bob, if that's what you want. And hit enter, and that's who you'll be. Now, you can register your name. Uh, you can register your name uh, and call letters, whatever, if you want to, uh, to keep someone else from using your name. And uh, that will guarantee it. But if you do that, uh, you're going to have to remember your password and use that all the time. Now, at the top there at the chat room, I've got a, a little note that says register register name. If you click on that, there's instructions on how to register your name so um that's one of the reasons we went over to the new chat room now right now we have a, the i have the embedded client uh in in uh in the web page um, and i tried to make the page look like the youtube page we've got 60 percent of the page on the left is a video and we've got uh 40 percent on the right is the chat room and i've got an embedded chat which is very simple uh, for people that don't know how to work IRC or, or anything. Now, if you're an oh, IRC person and you want to use an IRC program like HexChat or MRC, you can. You can set it up and you can run your own client uh, as a chat room. Uh, you don't have to use it. Use the internal uh, web uh, chat that I've got in there. Now, we're working on the pop-outs. Uh, pop-outs are... are are becoming a security issue uh, somewhat, and they're not allowing us to pop out things like we used to with with the HTML code. Uh, right now, I have a button where you can pop out the video. If you want to pop out the video, you can, uh, but you need to move it over to a separate monitor because if you type in a chat room, then your pop out will go away. Um, and uh, we'll be probably doing the same thing with the chat room where you can move it. So. A lot of people like to run the chat on one screen and run the video on the other screen. We'll give you a lot more information on, on that uh, um, as, uh, as time goes. I hope everybody likes the new chat room.
1: Um, it seems everybody's kind of playing around with changing yeah. their names in here. Yeah.
0: So this, watching so
1: everybody kind of resetting their calls or calls with names. or
2: And, and WZ1L asked about the music. About oh, he said,
1: what about the music?
0: Well, uh, as far as the music, uh, I have made a decision to stop for a few weeks uh, as we change things. We have a license with BMI, that's Broadcast Music Industry, and we pay them yearly, and we actually file every song quarterly that we play. And that gives us the license to play the music on the Internet. But there's nobody on YouTube that you can talk to. You can't even talk to a robot on YouTube. And um, although I've inquired and sent them that information, nobody will answer. Um, And also, on YouTube, even if you don't have the license on YouTube, um, there's this common licensing deal where they allow you to leave that on there. You'll get a copyright notice uh, and they'll just say, your song was copyrighted, but there's no problem. The owner of the copyright has allowed you to use it and he might put a pop-up on your recorded video uh, occasionally. So that's where you see pop-ups come up on the recorded videos. And so they let you, even if I didn't have a license, uh, you could still do that music as long as you allow them. To put their advertisement on there. Uh, I was testing about a week ago. And we hit some song. It was a country song. We hit some song. That actually triggered uh, YouTube to give us a warning. And. Uh, the uh, If you get your second warning. Uh, YouTube will turn you off for, for a week. And. Um, Certain things can give you a strike. If you get three strikes on YouTube, uh, you can't use your channel for 30 days. So I'm trying to play it safe there. Now I did challenge, there's a place to challenge the warning, and I challenged a warning. And I did get a nice note back that says, we're sorry, we made a mistake, we're removing the warning. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, we just decided not to do the music right now. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see what we'll see what happens. I, I know a lot of people like it. Um, so let's see. That's uh, that's kind of what's going on with the chat room. We'll uh, we'll be inviting all of our uh, uh, viewers out there to come on in a little while. Uh, hey, I want to show you something. This is not much, but. Uh, uh, Glenn, you you probably have experienced this. Probably we all have at one time or another. You know, you go in the operating room, and they got that big bright light over you. you. You guys know what I'm talking about? Maybe even a dentist office. You know that yeah. big old bright light yeah. that's shining your eyes? And they said don't go into the light. Yeah, don't, don't go into the light. Yeah. Well, even though i got pretty good light in my shack here, I, I think my eyes are getting dimmer and uh, I needed more <laughs> light over on my workbench. So, uh, I've got a little video here. I'm going a, I'm to a show you a little light. I set up on my workbench, and
2: uh, I thought you were going to start talking about alien abductions. Right?
0: Well, I, I, that, that's the next. Uh, that's the next segment. Uh, but let <laughs> me see. Uh, LED. Okay, here it is. I don't know if this is going to cause any interference or not, but we're going to figure this out. Um, it is an LED light. Okay, uh, I'm going to put this on. I'm gonna show, this light is bright. Let me tell you. You know, it used to. LEDs weren't bright. This sucker, you can see it on Mars if it's turned on. I mean, it, it, it's bright. I don't think the camera is showing it very well, but uh, here's something that I, I built just very quickly. I need to fine tune it a little bit, but here it is. Hey guys, you know, lighting is very important. See, i got to get the right Especially when you're working on this really miniature, miniature page, you know, you're trying to build them, but. Uh, as you get older you need more light now when I built my shack here about eight years ago I put uh, some uh, high output lights I put two of them over my workbench and it always worked really well over against the uh, ham desk here I only put a single light so I found that uh, I need more light a lot of times now I don't know if this is going to cause any interference we'll have to look at that later but uh, I've added a light to my workbench now you look at this kind of like uh, in an operating room or a dentist office you know how they have that bright light above your face look at this there we go LED light I got a little arm right there and what I can do I can actually swing it I can actually swing it like this over the workbench so I'm going to bring it back and I'm going to aim it down so I'm going to turn it on and show you the difference in brightness this thing really puts out a lot of light let me see if I can get some uh, brightness here for you here we go I mean this thing makes a big difference light on light off look at that
4: on cloudy days it doubles as the Sun
0: it does. And, uh, once I level it out, I'll be able to uh, move it right over the spot where I'm working. Uh, but I thought, you know, hey, I need more light. Let me just try this and see how it's uh, how it's going to work. So, if you don't have enough light, man, these LED lights are getting really inexpensive now.
3: looks um, great.
4: Baseballs. With
0: those LED lights now. And, and that, yeah. that light actually has three little panels you can tilt. You can kind of tilt them down if you want to where they kind of focus more. But the camera uh, uh, adjusted the light almost equal with the light on or off. You probably didn't see a whole lot of difference. Uh, but uh, it, it really puts out some light. Uh, and if, I'm wondering if it's too bright to tell you the truth, you know. So probably little... not we'll, uh, as uh, we'll, we'll as see as our how eyeballs
8: get older we need
2: more yeah.
3: lighting
2: you know a few a few months back I took a lightning hit on, uh, on my uh, RF remote RF switch and so I was having to go outside at night and change them at the tower change my antennas over because I didn't have the new switch put in yet and I found one of these it's a just this thing is just nine LEDs
0: yeah yeah they're bright. Just man.
2: nine LEDs, and I would, I'd take that out with me and clip it. You could clip it right on the top of the box. Got a little clip on it. Clipped it right on top of the box and shine down the box where I could do my antenna. You know, I had to undo the the PL two fifty nine from the barrel and move it over to the others until I got the switch. Well, you know, I got a new switch put in and things are back to normal now. But uh, it was a pain for about three weeks or four weeks there until I got it done at night. That that's this little LED, you know it, I don't even know if you can change the batteries in it. It was seventy nine cents.
0: Yeah. Is
1: that a ham fest?
2: I don't know where it is. It's
1: got. got a little USB charger on the end.
2: Oh it's yeah. a USB charger. Can't
1: yeah, There USB
0: you charge. go. You don't have to buy batteries. There you go. It was seventy nine cents
2: though.
1: Can't beat that. <laughs> that's a, that's a ham cut that's a ham budget right there.
0: <laughs> well you know you Under probably you, I'll you, take it. You probably got took it probably i bet you could find it on uh on uh ebay for 49 cents
1: yeah <laughs> yeah you know i saw something i was i had bought a couple items from my craft room from the dollar store for the dollar tree and and they have their own like little special marketing well i was on ebay looking around for something and somebody was on there selling one of those dollar items for i think it was like 4.99 plus another four bucks to ship but i'm like you know what, if somebody doesn't realize that's the Dollar Tree store, then I guess they deserve to waste 10 bucks on this dollar item. That's all it's worth. But you can find anything on eBay. Just buyer beware.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll spend $200 for my book. <clears throat> all right. Yeah, hey. exactly.
0: All right. So i got another little short one here. Uh, you know, I won the Geo oh, Cron Geo-Cron clock. clock. Geo Cron? Yeah.
2: And you yeah. didn't send it to us yet. We, we, we were disappointed we're
0: that- well I may send it to you I may send it to you anyway uh, I don't, Glenn's got one he hadn't even turned it on so yeah. here's a little video I, I just shot I, other than a map up there I'm not sure what it does. Uh, I played with it a little bit but uh, I'm just not, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to... I won't say much about it here we go. here we go I show you the Geocron clock working here in the studio. So here we go, here we go, here we go Alright, I wanted to uh, give you guys a little update on my Geo Cron Clock It's kind of messy here in the shack, but uh, this is it This is uh, this is what it looks like you got um, a USB port A uh, uh, HDMI port, it's got a little antenna on it and uh, uh, that's it and uh, let's take a look at at the clock itself so it comes with a remote control where you can do various things. I haven't played with it a whole lot but I'm trying to figure out what it is you know well, let's see i'm going to hit uh i'm going to hit the menu here well let's see there we go and across the top up there you got uh, several things that you can do you can set uh set the time um i'm not giving a very good demo of this see if I can get out of it so it's a nice clock you can set the time for GMT or local time Um, there's a functional here where I can bring up all the aircraft that are in air, and it puts little airplanes all over the map here not sure what good that is Um, it does show the gray line that's kind of neat but uh, I haven't found that it does much this is all it does and you know you can actually pull a a, a Geocron clock up on your computer screen and you've got the same thing Now this thing sells at DX Engineering for about um, $450 I'm not sure it's $450 of value other than it looks pretty so anyway uh, as I learn more about it I will try to you know, if I can find any new features, I'll try to let you know uh, what they are. All right. So, I I, when I, was trying to demo it there. I wasn't able to do a very good job. Uh, one of the options, you can put the aircraft on there. You see a, a million airplanes uh, on the screen. It looks like a bunch of mosquitoes, you know, just everywhere. Uh, and then I think it does do satellite. Someone asked about satellite. Uh, I don't know if you can do individual satellites or if it just pops a whole bunch of them up here at one time. I think I did see the satellites on there. Yeah,
4: I was um, to say it should do some tracking.
0: What was that, uh, Glenn?
4: It should do the satellite tracking. I'm pretty sure I remember that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it will. Um, so you know, it might have some good purposes there. I just, I, I probably won't keep it turned on here uh, all the time. Um, I don't know, if you want your shack to look good, maybe I need to put a HDMI monitor over above my radios over there and maybe run it over there or something where yeah,
4: I am going to say i have got to got to yeah. clear off some wall space here.
2: Yeah. I noticed that the time was also displayed in PM AM. Can you change that to twenty four hour time? Yeah you can no, no sane person does PM AM.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can change that to uh uh Well, Well, it says you know. I guess when I said it, I left it on a.m. p.m. But it does say G.M.T. That's kind of interesting the way it says the time there.
3: Yeah,
2: but four o five G.M.T. p.m. is to me that's not the same as saying sixteen o five.
0: That's that's exactly right. So um, again, you can tell that I'm not actually using it for anything right now. So I'll have to look into that and I'll I'll change it.
2: And, yeah. and when you find out if it runs satellites, does it automatically update the TLEs, the two-line elements, or
0: you, know, you have I, to go I, in I, do I, I, yeah. I don't know if it would automatically do it or not, Dwayne. I bet, it uh, mm, I bet uh, it's got an internet connection. It, can go
4: do it
0: does that. have an internet connection. Um,
2: okay. Uh, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I use the uh, Orbitron for my satellite tracking here. Um, you know, I've took it one step further and I go in and manually edited my TLEs, two yep. line elements so that they have the memories for each one of the the uh, you know the satellites each have a different frequency set and I've got yep. the memories in the radio well now it just pops up and it says rs forty four zero zero. you know it says AO seven zero one, and and right down the line and so I can look at it right away and tell what memory to use I don't have to, to try and figure it all out
0: Yeah, well, there's a number. There's a number of uh, satellite operators here in town. In fact, uh, Rick uh, Tillman is one, and he's worked all grids in the U.S. on satellite. Wow! I think he was like maybe the second person there, and there's probably less than a handful that have ever worked all grids. Uh, They're very serious about it. And uh, but uh, I used to years ago. uh, He and I, others, we we used to use Orbitron, but he's he uh, his Said that uh, there's a new one out that everybody's using now. It's PC. It's called PC Set 32 or Set 32 PC. Set PC
4: 32. Yeah. Yeah. It, it
0: looks. It, it you know. It does about the same thing Orbitron does, and it you know. Uh, but it's it's newer and probably does a lot of newer things. So you yeah, might look it into does, that.
2: But I have older equipment. I can't interface it to it. So I had to go back to Orbitron. Yeah. Because it, over, it interfaces to our older equipment.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Now, Bill Brown says the Geochron site says that it uses data from uh, Track, which is free.
0: Which is what? Yeah.
4: It does have external data.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Well, uh, I see Bill's in the uh, chat room here. He uh, told me he might not be able to make it into the room tonight. Um, um, and uh, as we mentioned, Bill didn't get to launch. It was uh, too rainy, but, you know, I didn't notice it was raining the whole time I was there. How about you, Glenn? Um,
4: Any time I walked across that walkway, I saw it was raining, but yeah, that was the only time I noticed.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm going to be flying one of Bill's uh, trackers, one of his sky trackers. Uh, we're going to fly that uh, at the East Tennessee Ham Fest here in about three weeks. And uh, we're going to show it off and let everybody see it. And, uh, you know, if anybody wants to get started in Pico ballooning, uh, I would suggest uh, getting one of Bill's tractors because it's all together. It's ready to go. And uh, uh, it just it works perfectly. So we're going to do that. We hope the weather's good over there so we can get one launched. We're just going to launch a simple Pico balloon. One of the 36-inch silver uh, uh, balloons, and, uh, uh, you know, it's possible they can make it around the world. Um, Our very very first balloon we launched was the 36-inch silver balloon, and it made it all the way to Japan and went down in a storm, so uh, they can do it there. Okay. Let's see.
4: Months with R in it, so you got a better chance.
0: Months with an R. Bill says months with an R, so we're waiting. Uh, uh, You know, September 25th, we'll launch it over there. Uh, It's going to be the Pico, the small Pico balloon. I don't expect it to be up more in a few weeks, at the most. And uh, once it goes down, and we're gonna we're gonna gear up here, and we're gonna try to go long mission again we're going to go high, higher, higher altitude and uh, we will go uh, try to go for months now, particularly if we fly in the winter months um in the winter months uh, we don't have the storms that we're running into and uh, it usually does a lot better okay so uh, katie did i hear you guys talking about getting off here a minute ago and going to eat or something
1: yeah, no, um, I think I'm going to go to bed. Actually, are you? I, sorry, we're just we're it, it, we're kind of slammed at work and short staff. So been, yeah, like three people's jobs, and everybody, you know, it's COVID's rampant and working in public health. It's a little bit crazy these days.
2: So. And I'm just lazy. She's so I'm You're just gonna lazy. Go to bed. I
0: understand? <laughs> well, look, hey, uh, uh, let me suggest get you a bottle of Geritol and just double up on it. You know, if it says yeah. one <laughs> one dose a day, do about three a day. I guarantee you, in about three days, you'll be doing really well. Yeah, oh, uh, <laughs> you know, it is, It is 40% alcohol, so be careful on that.
1: Oh, that probably doesn't work for <laughs> All
0: right.
2: I just had mine. Yeah, so, yeah uh, it
1: did. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to say, all everybody, and we'll see you next week.
0: All right. Well, good night. We'll see you See you next week, dear. Okay.
1: Thanks, Tom. Bye. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: All right. We will be opening the... Zoom up here for everybody here in just a moment. Um, let me do this. Uh, let me go. Let me uh, check and see how many people actually sent in. Uh, I should have mentioned again. Hey, right now, do it very quickly. If you want to win two tickets for a Hamcation in Orlando, send an email right this moment to prizes at w5kub.com prizes at w5kb.com and just put subject tickets and uh uh, because i'm going to go check real quick and we're going to we're going to have a name in the next five minutes uh on who's going to win that so glenn you're going to have to uh uh cover us while we're gone for a minute or two here so glenn what are you going to talk about glenn
4: well uh We can talk about what you can do with your ticket to Orlando.
0: Okay, go right ahead and I'm going to go check and we're going to see if we got anybody that wants those tickets.
4: They uh, have redone the forum area. Uh, From what I'm understanding, the buildings that they had last year have been torn down. And I guess they're going to have four of those large tents for their forums. Uh, I will be doing uh, an Arduino forum there. Uh, Joe? Uh, K0 NEB will be there doing his kit forum. and uh, the folks from Phasedoc, uh, who I showed you that little uh, prototyping system uh, last week, they're actually going to be presenting a forum on uh, various construction uh, items there as well. So there's, uh, there's three forums that I highly recommend attending. And uh, Orlando's got a, or had a huge participation last year. That was the last ham fest before all the COVID lockdowns. And I think they said their attendance was 22 or 24,000 people, which puts it second place to date in terms of uh, uh, attendance. And it's spread out over the Orlando uh, fairgrounds, so you don't really get the sense of crowded. The swap market area was just absolutely outstanding. I end up bringing a, a full suitcase of stuff home. So Orlando is definitely on my list of places to, to go and ham fest to see from here on out. And I guess I'm going to have to cover even further, huh? <laughs> but uh, I've, I've been thinking back on Huntsville, and I'm still unpacking things. Uh, when, when you go to a ham fest the way I do, it's... Everything goes in a backpack or a suitcase and you slowly unpack during the week as you get time. And I keep finding things that I had bought and forgotten that I'd bought because you're just in such a whirlwind of activity and just so happy to be at a ham fest and spending money again, that uh, you you just fill that backpack as full as you can get it. Uh, uh, Huntsville was a lot of fun this year. It was good to have a ham fest again. I kind of wish I was going to the Sevierville, but I don't have enough time off from work for travel yet.
0: Hey, man, call in sick. Um, <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> no. No? No, I like this job too much. This
0: All right. Is, uh, All right, guys, we uh, have run the numbers. We consulted with HamBot. All the entries have been tabulated. Um. We have a pet duck, and the pet duck pecks on, or maybe it's a chicken. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a chicken. We have a pet chicken, and it, it pecks the name, and that's how it's just to show you that this thing is legal. The chicken pecked on the name looks like it's going to go to KA9SZX Mark Garrett. Mark Garrett is the winner of the Orlando tickets. And I hope Mark's going. That would be a great, uh, a great ham fest to go to. So congratulations, Mark. Yeah,
4: he's in the chat room there. Let's let the
0: delay catch up to him. There he is. Yeah, goes. there he is. Yeah, there he is right there. Okay, well, Mark, you're the winner. And just to show you, look at that, look at that. Well, it's not blank. here, here we go. There you go. That was... That was that was passed to me by the accounting company of Finnegan Brenigan and Enscovench It went through them to me. Uh, it was uh, verified, and uh, we're so happy, Mark, uh, to uh, to get you those tickets. We'll notify the uh, Hamcation guys uh, probably to- by tomorrow, and uh, you'll you'll have your tickets.
4: Yeah, and a question in the chat room. How many PL259s can you buy at a ham fest? How many can you carry and get your friends to carry? Uh,
0: yeah. That'll
4: be your answer.
0: Yeah. Hey, here's the book on the geocron clock, GEO, uh, clock. That's the whole book right there. Let me let me get that.
4: Yeah, but it's like everything else these days. You figure it out from the menus. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's the whole, the whole thing right there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can actually put weather on there. You can put, and, and it's, uh, you can make it transparency. You can put weather. I can't, their their book is, uh, the book is blurry. They're, you can't read it, actually. One of them is weather, wind, precipitation. You know, I could put all that on a map. Um so I don't know, you know, after I get to use it a little bit, I might uh, uh, see a few things there that might be interesting to I probably need to move it off a wall, move it over there with the... With the yeah,
4: uh, I've been looking for places, and one reason I haven't gotten mine going is I don't have any wall space in the shack, and I'm thinking it's time to redo the walls here in the shack a little bit. Give me some space.
0: All right. All right, I'm going to put the... Um, I'm gonna put the uh, zoom link out here. Let's see if I can do that right now. Mm. I'm not sure that's the right link. It might be, we'll see. Did it even go? I don't know if it went or not. We'll see. I don't think it's sending the Zoom meeting link out there. (laughs) It may be that our chat room is blocking the Zoom link. Let me see. Let me see. I'm going to copy and paste it again.
4: It may not let you do a link.
0: Well, we'll have to figure this out. there it there is. is there <laughs> it is okay hey guys there's a link if you want to join us on uh, zoom uh click on that link right there and come on in and show and join us uh the last uh 45 minutes here it was just an open discussion about anything you want to talk about okay well here's michael we got michael in there let's see if we get a few more in here There's Michael. And Teresa's in there. Hello, Teresa. Let's see. Come on guys. We don't be shy. Come on in here. Click on that link and you can join the show. Steve joining.
3: Come on in here.
4: There's Steve Ullman again.
0: Yep, yep. Carlos is in here. Or Charlie. He goes by Charlie. He's down in Uruguay. Hello, Charlie.
9: Charlie, you're muted.
0: Hello, Carlos.
9: Hey, Tom. How are you doing?
0: That was Michael. (laughs) Hey, Michael. Uh, hey, Hey, Carlos. Hello, Carlos. Carly, hello. Hey, you looking good there. Thank you. Who's the last person to joined
10: I? Better like this. Oh, okay. Cool, man. Cool.
4: I hope you brought enough for everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh let's see who we got in here. Um we got Dennis in there, we got Steve in there, Teresa. We had about uh, we had about ten or twelve people that actually uh, uh, sent us an email for the tickets. Uh, yeah, I was one of them. That'd be a good turnout. Are you going down? Are you going, Michael? Uh,
9: my dad's gonna try and go. My my dad and my mother usually try to make a trip out there. And, okay. Um, they go every year. They always get me a shirt from there.
3: Okay. I
0: try
9: to I try to see if they can get me <coughs> one that says I survived Hamvention. It was, <coughs> That was one I tried to get every year. All right. Hey, Tom, can I make an observation or a comment? Sure. I would appreciate it if the Zoom chats would open at about uh, 8.30. um, Because 9 o'clock is a little early for people with disabilities to be up, especially with me on meds and... I I was hoping maybe you can uh, help the special needs viewers out.
0: Well, we will see what we can okay. do. Uh, that actually, uh, we've got a very strict time period that we're in. Mm. And if we have an hour show, uh, it's going to be tough to break it up at 8.30, you know. Uh, but we'll we'll see what we can do we may be able to make some adjustments somewhere, but uh your concern is uh well taken hey how do uh, how do you guys like the chat room uh, the new chat room Is it okay? Are you happy with it do you have I'm any? Trying
9: to figure like out how to, um, I'm trying to figure out how to um register with the thing so okay. I can keep my name in there
0: okay if you look right above the chat room there you see where it says register name Mm -hmm. yeah if you click on that it gives you step-by-step instructions on how to register your name
3: Mm
10: Mhm. I'll let's try that
0: yeah just uh
10: i I put charlie and it said it was registered but but it worked anyway
0: well yeah
10: somebody has got it
0: Oh, go ahead, Tom. Yeah, somebody probably has registered that name, uh, Charlie. So uh, you can append it with a number. You can put like Charlie one, or you put your call letters on there, or anything. You're probably going to have to put something different in there. Um, yeah,
10: yeah, but I didn't register. Is it is it necessary to register? No, you don't have way? to
0: register. <laughs> you don't. No, you don't have to. Uh but if somebody else uses your name, Charlie, then you can't use it actually.
10: At the same time. I, I yeah.
0: Guess. I guess. Yeah.
8: I mean, I have pity on them. Yeah. Well, and a lot of times what will actually happen is if um so like I just registered my first name Teresa and somebody else came in and put in Teresa. Well, they could join as Teresa for about a minute and a half, and then it will automatically switch their name to, to like, guests. guests. Yeah, six eight two four three eight seven two four four. You know, something like that, and then you have to go in and change it to something that is Okay. Not
0: All right. Hey, the, people are saying the instructions are difficult, so I'm going to give you yes. a quick lesson.
6: There's no, there's no trouble following the directions.
0: Yeah. so some people in the chat room are having problems. There's there's a, if you look at uh, if you look at the instructions, let me just go over about three things of what you have to do. Uh, number you're, one, you're
10: able to use some modern uh, radio.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, what, one of the things you do <laughs> is log in, log in with the name you want to use. Once you've logged in with the name you want to use, then that's great. And then if you will look in the instructions. There's a, another line of there's another command that you have to give and it's called slash MSG Nick serve something. Okay, and I think it they want your your name and they, they want your the name that you want to use and your password. No, 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 they want your email and they want your password. You you send that. And then you will receive an email. The email you provided, you will receive an email. That says you are now registered basically for the chat room. There's one more step and they'll send you a link. And all you got to do is copy that link, enter it into the chat room, and you you own that name and you're reserved. in. so there's three steps.
11: I think they. they uh...
0: what was it Bill? Bill, you there?
8: Oh. You copy and paste that into your IRC, either the client, because I use like text chat, I don't use the yep. on-screen chat, yeah. and then uh, hit the enter and it says, okay, you're good.
3: Yeah,
11: I, I did that with web chat, and uh, so I registered my call sign, and I have a password, so I guess that works with just about
10: any IRC client. Oh that's good to use the IRC client. Oh that's good.
9: Anybody yeah. ever use D Star or Fusion?
0: well uh, nope. I've I've got a
10: We do real radio.
0: <laughs> I've got a I've got a an expensive uh eighteen mega Cast here that will do all three. It's an IP radio. Mm -hmm. Looks just like a radio. It looks like a radio, but it's no antenna connection on it. It's got an Ethernet jack. Uh, So I can't get on. uh, In fact, we have our show has our own DMR number talk group, three one six nine three. I can't get anybody to call a D-Star net for our show. We own our own talk group and it's not being used. 31693.
6: Tom, is that radio you got the DV Mega Cast?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is.
6: Yeah, yeah, I got one too.
0: It's, it's pretty expensive. And you know what? I think I made one little contact on it. I haven't used it since I, it's been sitting over about a year and a half. Um, yeah, it's pretty neat. Like when we went to Dayton, you know, it would be neat to uh, connect it up to your Wi Fi, you know, in your vehicle. And you would have DMR or, 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 or D-Star, whatever, driving, you know, and you could actually, you know, talk with people. But, you know, I, I, I don't know. You know, it's half radio, half radio and half not radio, I guess. It just depends. So.
9: I got this at uh, the Ham Fest. Uh, a friend of mine was selling them, and yeah. it's the latest uh, system, and uh, it's got a color display on it. So it. it it does the job. I had an older model uh, back then, which uh, it was just a black and
0: white display. What is it? Uh, is that a hotspot?
9: Yeah, this is the uh, one of the hotspots uh, that uh, a friend of mine built. And yeah. He builds them as just kind of a little hobby type thing and sells uh-huh. them. Um, and he's been doing that for a while. But. You know, like I said, it's a color display. It works really well, and and it has a lot of features on it that uh, I've been able to get used to. Like, I've got Fusion and uh, D-Star linked together uh, with it, and I'm able to hear both of those uh, contacts, and and I've left it on all night during the night so that if for some reason I hear somebody, I can get on there and do it, but it's a good little uh, device
6: to have. I got two Zoom spots that I mm. bought it uh, from HRO yep. that are excess to me now. So if you hear of anybody in the market, uh, I'd like to find homes for these two.
0: Okay, get so some you,
6: money out of them.
0: You uh, you're not going to use them, huh? Are you not a D D-Store guy or whatever?
6: Well, I I see. I started with a uh, DV Mega Cast radio, and then I got the DV Mega uh, uh, Hotspot yeah from bridgecom with the with the uh uh eight seven eight already programmed then i bought the t g i f spot
3: yeah now that yeah. thing
6: does everything that's like the new one that uh that uh bridgecom has hmm. but i i <coughs> i didn't even put the second one on i put the first one on got it programmed and then i got the other newer ones with the bigger screens so these are just sitting on the shelf. You know. Yeah. I'd like to get 100 bucks each if you okay. know anybody well, somebody
0: uh, maybe somebody be interested in them and uh, you know if if they uh, they are they, they can contact us and we'll shoot them over to you there.
6: Yep, just send me an email. My call at net.
0: Yeah, I noticed uh, you're a KL7HRO, and we also have another HRO in the chat room, WB8HRO. I
6: used to be N7HRO, and before that, WD4HRO.
0: Man. The Cam
6: Radio outlet in Virginia picked up my WD4 for the club. Yeah. My son in Arizona picked up my N7.
0: Yeah. Well, boy, we're getting, some, we're getting a real lag or something. We're getting a real lag on uh, Zoom right now. Uh, I don't know how it's looking for our viewers, but uh, it's, uh, it's interesting.
9: Hey, Tom, I've got a question. Yeah. On, on the YouTube, I'm trying to set up a thing for my weather uh, deal so people can watch me on my website, and I was trying to figure out how you're doing the live streams um, and have it um, on the website um, and everything while you're doing your deal because I've been trying to put something like that on my page um, along with the chat and I'm just kind of curious how you go about doing that and what uh, what have you been using?
0: You're talking about to uh, have the, like the video on your own web page?
9: Yes, uh, to have the live stream on my own page.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's pretty simple to embed. It just it's just, just embedded. You you take the URL and and uh, if you if you if you build your own page, mm-hmm. uh, you just insert that uh, that that U- URL and a little short piece of code in there, and it'll open up. Uh, on your, your website Now I don't mean people are watching it From your website When they're actually on your website They're going to your website And then the player is actually going to YouTube It's not actually playing on your site It just looks like it's there hey, uh,
11: I've got a question for Glenn
0: Glenn? Fire away
11: can you send me, email me the uh, contact for the forums at hamcation
0: Sure. Do it right now.
11: Are you going down, Bill? I'm thinking about it. Wasn't going to, but since yeah. Mark has, has won the tickets and he's he's uh, one of my good friends there, maybe I'll join up with him.
3: there.
0: Yeah.
11: But I'll I'll ask them if they've got. You aren't planning to go, Tom, right?
0: I don't think so. That that is a long stretch for us
11: here. I know you had some rough weather last time you went.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't remember, but it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we flew through. Yeah, yeah. I I, I'm, I barely remember that. Glenn, Glenn, was. Glenn, were you on a plane with us? At the barbecue restaurant at the airport, and Orlando, we were like the last flight out
4: they closed the airport because of the snow
11: oh yeah yeah I
0: don't...
4: and then we got there and the cheerleaders got our luggage
11: yeah yeah mark, mark one, two tickets
4: it was two hours, oh, two hours to get mm-hmm. our luggage off the plane because they threw it on the cheerleaders bus and It went to their hotel Eight how
3: many times
4: Hey, Bill, you should have that email and stuff.
11: Okay, great. Thanks.
4: Yeah, but uh, apparently, you remember the tent-style buildings they had last year? Well, you didn't go, did you?
0: Where? where?
4: In Orlando. Tom did your forum for you, that's right. Well, that was
0: two years ago. That was two years ago, ago, man. That was two years ago.
11: How time flies. It was
4: yesterday to me.
11: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah,
4: Yeah, it's hard to believe it was two years ago, man
11: Yeah,
0: I I enjoyed giving Bill's uh, uh, presentation there Uh, I started it all, I went in there and I started it all Everybody sitting in there and said, uh, hello And I said, I'm Tom And I said, this uh, forum is on underwater basket weaving If you're (laughs) not here for that, you're at the wrong place And a bunch of them started to get up and leave But uh, they sat back down yeah, the, the rest said you're not Bill Brown and got up and left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Bill, are you working on my tracker?
11: Uh, I will be.
0: Okay, good. Are you, are you having a build-out or you're, you already got some built?
11: Uh, I'm out of stock, but I've, I'm going to build some by hand the hard way.
0: Okay, all right. Well, are you any got... problems getting chips,
11: Bill? Uh, serious problems getting chips. Uh, all the... All the uh, stuff on DigiKey and Mauser are saying six-month lead times on pro- microprocessors and even shocky diodes that I use, they don't even give you a lead time. And the, con- the uh, temperature cr- control crystal oscillators, they-, they don't give you a lead time either. Oh, yeah. They just said, contact us. And they're all out of stock. I've never seen so many chips out of stock in my life.
0: Yeah,
11: it's a total um, failure of the supply chain. Don't
4: oh yeah, I mean, it. have you been to Walmart recently? That's a total failure of the supply chain.
11: Yeah. So um, it microcontrollers, the Atmel three hundred twenty eight P, you can't get them. Mm. Wow. I mean, they're is out of stock. Um, Digi-keys out of stock, and they're showing three month lead times on them. Just the 328 average processor And one of the chips that I use for the synthesizer I can get them but they're 17 bucks a piece And the last batch for $7 a piece
0: Well I, I tell you Bill I, you know, I, I have forked out the money here For the uh, 22 kilowatt home generator And uh, it looks like it's going to be Three or four or five months Before it can be delivered
11: and that, that's the, it's everything. everywhere across the board. You just yeah, get boxes.
0: Yeah, everything.
11: I've never seen that many chips. Literally half the chips on my board are unavailable right now. Fortunately, I have a big stock pile of them, except for one or two of the chips, and i am got to find an alternative. Well, i got to pay through the nose for them is what I have to do. There are sources where you can get them, but you'll pay double the triple of the price.
4: Yeah, the Unos are six and eight bucks a piece now instead
0: of three bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, you can always buy a uh, little board that's got one on it and, you know, well, no, I just
11: do that for one of the chips from I a- just to- was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was just
10: going to say that. Just they're get an the Arduino and, and solder the, the processor.
11: But they're out of stock, too. I checked uh-huh. in for, yeah. for one of the chips I use and they're out of stock.
4: What chip is it?
11: Oh, uh, it was the the SI fifty three fifty
4: one. Oh, and that's going to be a surface mount version, though, isn't
9: it? Yeah. Oh well. Hey guys, I'll see you later.
0: Have all right,
10: Margaret, we'll see you. Have a good night, man.
4: I've got at least three of them here, but they're through hole mount.
11: Well, uh, I've got I got a whole bunch. I just looked at it out of curiosity to see if any of the Adafruit boards had the chips I needed, and they're all out of stock but the the I couldn't believe the shocky diodes of all things I can't get those either
3: mm.
11: now capacitors and uh, resistors uh, there was a run on capacitors about six months to nine months ago where you couldn't get capacitors or you could get them but they were ten times the normal price but they seem to have ironed that out but um, now it's the the uh, microcontrollers and the chips that are integrated circuits that are hard to get. It's a mess.
4: Yeah, I was just going to say, they just don't have the chip fabs back online
11: yet. Well, a, sure. they ramped down production for COVID, and then they've never ramped it back up.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't know what's going on with Zoom tonight, but boy, there's a big delay here
10: yeah but we don't have delay with you it's like yeah. delay with the video on youtube or something yeah
0: yeah yeah
4: but you know you you also have to realize that if any of your traffic's going through new orleans and at&t and stuff by that way you know they're pretty well shut down right now
11: oh good point i remember when uh They had that bomber in Nashville Outside the (laughs) AT&T hub And it knocked out cell phone service Here in Huntsville And all around the surrounding area Because that was one of the major hubs And there was no There was no backup There was no alternate route
6: I'm delayed tonight And I'm in Alaska How do you explain that? We don't have any storms up here It's not snowing Hmm yeah well you're just yeah
4: for a way so tired, they get across the canadian
6: border uh, they got the border closed because of COVID, so they can keep their weather
12: yeah <laughs> yeah canadian border is just across the lake from me
4: we've I got uh, we've got several people to go to tennessee
3: We've
0: got several people in the chat room that have registered their name. So they're doing pretty good. Actually, you know
6: where uh, Somerville, Tennessee is?
0: I do. That's where we launched the balloon here, our last balloon. I got,
6: I got uh, a, co- a corner lot in the Terra Alta Lake subdivision. Okay. If you know anybody looking for property, I'll sell it. Well, I'm not going back.
0: Well, <laughs> we may have I to-
6: lived in Millington Yeah. while I was in the Navy. I bought that piece of property and haven't done anything with it. It's in a lake subdivision.
3: Well,
0: have you have you been serious about trying to sell it? And put it put it on a market. I, I
6: tried to get one or two uh, realtors to to handle it, and they didn't seem to be too serious.
0: Wow, I would think it would sell.
6: Fine, because real estate is hot
4: stuff right now.
0: It is here. I mean, uh, people are paying. You know, in my in my neighborhood here, people are. Uh, you know, the house that go listed the same day it lists, it sells, and people are paying like twenty percent more than the asking price on yeah. da- on day one. I'd never seen it seen it like that.
4: Yeah, I was pricing uh, stuff over in the Chattanooga area, and
11: that's happening here too.
4: Prices are through the roof
11: well if you hear of
6: anybody write down my call at awrl dot net tell them to email me i got all the papers okay pictures of the the map of the they got like an 80 acre lake there and uh, i got a quarter a corner lot there's a lot of red oak trees out there
0: yeah and the
6: only restriction that they got is the the a-frame or house has to be a minimum seven hundred and fifty square foot, and if you can park a motorhome, as as long as you got a, a tank to catch the the gray and black water, you can put a a mobile there. But uh, you know, a, mo- uh, a mobile trailer, but you have to have a septic tank put in. Yeah, yeah. those are the only restrictions. Yeah, I- and no antennas.
10: <laughs>
4: Yeah, i would definitely contact a realtor here now because now is the time to sell uh
6: because if you if you know of one give them my information and have them contact me because nobody i've talked to the the uh the the company that did the closing was pioneer realty in memphis huh but i just gave up i i when i was God, I had it for about 10 years, and I turned a guy down. He wanted to build a house there. And after that, I couldn't find anybody to talk to me.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, try them again right now, because, I mean, in the past few months, it has just exploded.
6: Well, I need somebody local to find me a realtor. KL7HRO at ARRL.net. All right. I don't
4: know any realtors. I, I avoid them with a passion.
0: So, So I was
5: reading in the Wall Street Journal this morning, there's an article, Smartphone Component Gets scarce. They're talking about the multi-layer ceramic capacitors, and two, Murata shut down the last week of August because of uh, um, COVID, and then another one, Tayo Yudin, also uh, shut down. So, there's going to be another shortage of capacitors right there. You know, that's
4: something we don't hear. Much anymore about how much COVID is affecting the China folks and the manufacturing.
12: Mm -hmm. So,
5: and I think there was a reference to China as well, but those are the two Japanese, um, which do a majority, I think, of the capacitor manufacturing. That's kind of a big deal.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, COVID's definitely ramping back up because. Where I work, they've gone back to uh, one day a week on site for the majority of people, and the rest is work from home. I'm still on a two day a week, but that's because I'm new.
5: I've I've been working from home for 14, 15 years.
3: <laughs>
6: yeah. What's what's this W word you keep using? I'm retarded. I'm retarded. I mean retired.
5: Well, I, I think years ago, I think I, uh, when I was a kid, I I didn't want to work. And I, I think I came to the conclusion that I was going to have to work, but I just want to do something that I enjoyed. And I, I think I've lived up to that over the years.
6: So. Join Civil Air Patrol. You'll <laughs> never have a
10: spare moment. <laughs> you, you, Here we say, live from your parents till your kids uh, feed you.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there I like that
8: one
11: but uh,
8: yeah there's no problem with that when your parents are uh, or when, when your uh, parents have the uh, wait to have you and you turn out to be my age and all of a sudden both of your parents are gone and now you're going well what do I do with my life <laughs> That's
10: why you have to plan ahead and have grown-up kids by then. (laughs) Mm. Join Civil Air Patrol.
4: Take over the rest of the house.
6: Join Civil Air Patrol. You can work with the kids, (laughs) you know, with the cadet program. You'll never have a spare minute. That's true.
4: I don't have a spare minute now when I don't work with Civil Air Patrol. Mm.
10: I have a real question for sure. you, real guys that are real uh, ham radio. Um, I'm having, you know, this problem with uh, uh, lots of uh, QRM here with the electrical interference that it's uh, making me sort of impossible to 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 listen on on HF, right? So I was wondering if uh, using a a a uh, magnetic loop antenna would help. Uh, mitigate the problem like a real one may, having a really good uh, magnetic loop antenna would make s- things better or, or just i don't don't, don't bother the
12: answer for you who so, so,
0: hello carlos so hello all so, right so, now so, listen i, I want uh, i have a question for you how close is your power supply to your radio
10: the the power supply itself of the radio
0: no oh you plug it into the electrical socket you don't have a separate power supply
10: yeah it depends i've tried many radios uh, from the old collins receivers uh, the 51 there you go yeah the 51s1 and all those that have internal power supply till the battery i've already tested with battery-operated ones, and I always have the same problem. So it's not—it's not coming. It's—it's it's not a conducted issue. I, I believe it's a radiated.
0: All right. Is there anybody with a solar power on their no. roof? Well, well what I
10: have here are the the uh, cell cellular uh, antennas.
4: Yeah. What you would need to do is to get out there with some. Uh, direction finding equipment to see if you can't track it down uh, whether it's power line noise or radiation interference that you're hearing and try to track it to the source and see if you can't get whoever takes care of that to fix it or
6: solve their issue yeah get you a little am radio
10: yeah of course i used around your house yeah, yeah walk i use around that
6: outside
10: um, the thing is i live in a building here <laughs> it's but blame me for some for, for part of it that uh, i'm here in the in the in the board of the building and we decided to change all the internal lights for for the public uh, spaces and of course they are all uh, led now and they make lots of noise yeah. Yeah. LED, apart from that I, I have a lot of noise that it's constantly there so i believe maybe the the cellular uh, antennas are to blame, maybe. Uh, but that was strategic for me, because when I was going to move in, uh, there were... Uh, my my mother-in-law lived here, and they, asked, they were asking if they put the antennas on the roof or not. And I said, yes, yes, put them on the roof, so that I could put my antennas and nobody would say anything, you know.
6: <laughs> Check these things out, too. These wall warts walk around your house and
10: unplug them.
6: I've got yes. one that is noisier than all get out.
10: We, I, I've, have- I've powered the uh, the radio with a battery and turned on the uh, turned off the main breaker and the noise is still there. Yeah,
11: you're one be of the biggest issues I have is my monitor in my ham shack. It puts a birdie right on several areas of interest on 20 meters it's noisy as all get out and it drifts in
10: frequency so uh, you know sometimes I. but d- at least you have it uh, identified you power it off and and the, the problem is gone but
11: wall but- works uh, are and then those cfl lamps if you yeah. have any of those those are are nasty yeah we so
0: we so charles a, uh, you live you live in a you live in an apartment building with a lot of other people. Yeah, exactly. So, it just on the other side of your wall is someone else's home. And they may have all sorts of things plugged in, you know.
10: Yeah. I, 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 I think there is a... I have to start again with a small AM radio and and, and figure it out. I think there is a two floors below there is some big interference uh, source but back to the original question with a will a, a magnetic loop antenna help or just i, I don't, don't know. know
0: i'm not sure it would yeah. be very selective i mean it would be very narrow banded and selective you know and,
10: yeah and very directional uh, as i understand oh, there's one
12: other solution for help. dennis has got some property for sale
10: <laughs> well, why't do you do this yeah, hey, Charlie but, but I would need a, an American citizenship you know
0: <laughs> Charlie here's what you need to do that, get, that get your matter, receiver if I'm in through Mexico oh, yeah get, get your receiver and then, ask
10: Alex you know
0: and then go cut the power off to the entire building
10: I've already done that
0: you, to the entire building? <laughs>
10: yeah
0: and you're still getting it okay
10: uh yeah, partially. That's why I think it's the it's the it's the cellular antennas because those have a huge UPS. Uh,
4: the uh, cellular, yeah. you know, they're
10: going to be up
0: in the nine hundred. Yeah, but you're talking about the UPS, uh, like switching power supplies and stuff. Yeah,
10: they had they have lots lots of big racks on the roof with a, a huge UPS and lots of equipment. It happened. I realized once that I was chasing some satellites once. And it was a really, really good pass, and I said, "Why is it that, that I cannot listen to the satellite?" And I couldn't believe, and it was because I was very close to the to the uh, cellular uh, antennas mm-hmm. uh, racks, and then I realized I moved away, and and perfectly. So they are a big source of interference, I know.
0: Well, there may not be anything you can do.
4: Yeah, I'm not sure a, a mag loop's really going to help you because the noise is still there, and since it's above you, I don't think directional's going to help if you think it's the cellular stuff.
10: Oh, that's right. That's a good point because the mag loop—it's around. It points up yeah. also. <laughs> yeah,
5: I that's a horizontal.
10: Good. Yeah, that's a good point also. Yeah like that
4: what you can do is throw a dipole out your window and see what the noise is
10: on it well i've tested one of those uh you know magic uh, phasers they're they are now everywhere you know the the little circuit with a couple of of uh, pets and that there are people that have magic results with that but it didn't work for me
4: the other answer find another apartment
10: yeah, well, I know. Take you
0: a <laughs> take you a portable radio out and go up and down the block. Yes, and, you know, yes. Yes,
10: yes. I, I think that that's the best. Uh, take yeah. the, the radio
5: uh,
0: out. I, uh, yes. Yeah. I
5: hear I hear. There's a mountain in Arkansas about two thousand feet.
0: That's right. <laughs> it's very quiet up there. Very quiet.
4: Yeah, Park brings up the fact in the in the chat room there that the largest interference there is a weed dispensary. Uh, and I was just going to say, down in Uruguay, uh, grow lamps would not be an unusual thing to find in an apartment. Uh,
10: not in an apartment. The, it's perfectly legal, but you have to have it in a in a, a defined place and which is a registered place.
4: Yeah, but mm. see, the key word you said there is legal.
10: Yeah, it's legal. Yeah. Oh boy.
4: Never mind. <laughs>
0: Alright, let me let me, let me make an announcement real quick uh, You're listening to Amateur Radio Roundtable It's a show about ham radio, amateur radio And you're listening on WBCQ on 7490 kilohertz If you're listening to the show, uh, we're glad to have you Send us an email to tom at w5kub.com Tom at w w5kub.com tell us where you are and, we'll see, and send us a signal report and uh, tune back in next week we'd love to have you
4: that's one of the cool things about the new job is I get to sleep in Wednesday mornings
10: uh,
0: mm.
6: sleep in every morning uh, <laughs>
4: give me some time
0: well, I have a trouble sleeping in here because I'll get six calls about my truck warranty has expired. Mm-hmm. How can so many people call you about your warranty? I don't understand that.
5: You know, if you just would renew your warranty, that would all stop, right?
6: Yeah. yeah. You know,
5: the funny part about that is somebody has to be sending them
4: money for that to work.
0: It must be a lot of different companies uh, trying the gimmick because uh, I get all kinds of people calling me. We were just going over your records and we noticed that your truck, uh, well, uh, you know, warranty has scam. expired, or you know.
4: But 90% of that, Tom, is a scam. They want your credit card numbers, your bank account. Oh well, yeah, numbers, of course. Stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: So yeah.
5: With that T-Mobile breach. What last month or earlier this month, uh, my uh, scam calls have increased significantly, and because I'm a T-Mobile customer, I'm sure I was part of that 50 million, right? Well,
0: we've got we've got our phone here. On there's a deal called No Mo No More Robo, and and you can sign up for that. It's free. It's on the internet, and you put your phone number in it. And any time a number uh, has been designated as a, you know, spam number, uh, it will block that call from coming in. It, our phone ring, maybe one ring, and then that's it. Um, that's
12: uh, it. Right. We've got that, too, with our, our spec, charter specter here. Yeah. yeah the robocalls calls still keep coming through. And yeah. I haven't seen where that one call has working in quite a while now. Yeah. But somebody's
4: making some money off of it if they keep doing it.
12: Yeah, because they try your same local numbers that you think are from your local area.
0: Now, hey, hey, WB8 IOL has got an interesting take here. We could start making robocalls saying that your HF transceiver warranty has expired. (laughs) We could make some money on that. Thanks a lot, wd 8 IOL.
4: I expired my warranties
0: the minute I open them out of the box. So what's
10: boy yeah the, and, uh, take the yeah, top I'm of the up. equipment and to see what's inside
4: i'm modifying it before it even gets power on it
12: yeah, yeah exactly. i haven't even signed up for the uh the government's so no no call is for cell phones or oh but i still get it calls doesn't work
4: doesn't work well, write down all come. the
6: numbers on all the guys to call all those robo calls and then call them back at dinner time
12: yeah, well, you call them back, though, you'll get it It's an unworking
8: number.
0: Yeah, the numbers don't work at most of the time. Most yeah, of them are just, in India know, or what, somewhere.
8: Always. And what you can and always do, noticed. too, is say, when they call and start asking you about your warranty, go, well, I don't know where you've got, that. I've got a truck. I'm blind. I don't have anything. I can't drive. So might as well remove me from your list if you actually get a person on the other end.
0: They're
8: all my answer, I don't like yeah.
5: to say. Hold on, let me go get my credit
0: card and put the <laughs> phone down. Well, when they one call time. me, you know, when they call me and tell me my computer is putting out uh, a virus on the network, and they, you know, they're monitoring it, uh, I ask them which one. Yeah. You know, which one? I've got ten computers. Which one? Oh, uh, <laughs> then they can't. They can't tell me. And then you know, they tell and me they do all the stuff. You know, I try to string them out as long as I can, you know, maybe 30 minutes or, you know, press this key and press that key. And say, I said, you know, I said, well, well, which machine? What? Well, you know, and then I said, well, so it's on uh, Windows, Windows 10. Well, I said, well, that's funny. I I only run Linux here or I always come up with some story. Yeah. And, you they know, they I call to, my
11: dad and they say, Mr. Brown, do you have Windows? And he says, yes, I have 27 of them. Yeah and uh, they says no no mr brown computer he says oh you sell computerized windows i really want some of those yeah yeah Keep leading them on and says i need them cleaned and <laughs> they eventually hang up but he, he he keeps them going for a while I, they, they really call him back
5: i try to tell him <clears throat> i go back to him and say well i'm winning a free tv great you know and they say no i'm not doing tvs no i said be sure you know um i i want a free tv you know and i just keep going with them like that <laughs> yeah they just give up and hang
0: up and, and you know and and there's some really efficient ones too where they call you and tell you you know the the uh you know some uh legal deal you're you're in some kind of legal trouble and uh, you know your name's on the list and they're gonna come get you you know press with zero now to talk to somebody and you know send us money and you know I, I usually you know, they, they usually get mad listening. they yeah. usually get mad at me and hang up uh, after yeah, they, a few minutes. <laughs> they
12: they had tell you to, the law enforcement is going to come and get you. I said, "Well, since I'm retired law enforcement," I say, "Okay, yeah, I'll wait for you."
3: <laughs> yeah.
11: So my they called up uh, my dad once and they said, uh, you know, basically um, <laughs> they wanted to sell him aluminum siding. And he goes, "Oh, that sounds interesting." And he had them talking about all the advantages of aluminum l- siding and the different colors he could get. The fact that they were going to last 20 years. He says, "Yeah, I think I'm real interested in that." And the guy's getting his order book out. He's about to type in the information, but I have two questions now. He's been on the phone with him for about 20 minutes now. He says, "How, uh, how do you put it on top of a brick house?" And uh, do you think my landlord would be interested? it would be okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> but he keeps them going for a while. He has time to spare. They don't call him back.
12: Well, it's gotten so bad, we don't answer our phone unless we really know the number. It yeah. runs four times, goes to the answering machine, and click, everything goes. Yeah, we... The machine, it goes. Yeah. It's terrible that we we don't answer our phone. I don't know until- you. You
0: we we do the same thing here. We, we let it ring, and if, they, if it's a real call, they'll leave a message. If it's not, they usually yeah. hang up. Hey guys, it's 10 o'clock here. Uh, our Ooh, segment has ended on shortwave, so... Oh,
4: so it's, it's 10 o'clock.
0: Yeah, 7 10 o'clock. o'clock. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's 10, it's 10 it's o'clock elaborate. somewhere. It's 10 o'clock uh, somewhere I
4: think this goes back to that 24 hour UTC time thing That's right
10: Yeah, I was I was watching that there is a. I was looking that there is a, Another uh, software for a clock With a Raspberry Pi And yeah. there is a really nice clock To put on on, on, a, on a TV screen yeah. uh, For a ham For ham yeah. radio
0: It'll look just like that and, It's and
12: actually
10: take... 2300 hours right now
12: Yeah It's uh, a <laughs>
11: Zero One. hours. All right. Twenty-three oh four. Yeah. Actually, it's o
3: three
4: oh
11: three. Well, it's zero hours. His local time.
6: O three oh three.
11: Yeah, I got it. atomic clock. My oh, my oh,
0: my, oh, my geocron says o three oh three, but I don't know. Somebody's wrong somewhere. It's time to call in later. It is officially after
11: 11 o'clock. There you so go. We're gonna yeah. I'm going to call all here. GPS out.
0: Oh. Until next week. Good night. Three, guys. Good night, guys. I'm going to go. I'm going to go get me a snack and maybe chill out for a while. i got to get to show. I'm going to actually sandwich.
8: fix okay. my dinner.
0: Yeah, Good night, me. everybody. 7-3, oh. everybody. Everybody in the chat room, thank you for watching tonight. We'll see you next week. All
3: right. Cheers. bye bye ah. Ah.
5: So you're saying I can ask this cat any question? The cat is connected to the computer.
6: You just type in the question, and it will read his mind. There the answer comes.
5: You're the man? I've been looking for this for weeks.